Today's Nun Vav number 56. We'll do a review of yesterday's Daf, then we'll get to today's. We started it off um, four lines down on Daf Nun Hey yesterday. And we're talking about the Ksubas Binin Dichrin. Just to re- recap, Ksubas Binin Dichrin, it's one of the clauses written into the Ksuba um, that basically says that although typically the Ksuba is only money that the husband sets aside. Um, that the wife is entitled to should they uh, get divorced or should he die first then she'll get that money Um, but there's a clause that even if she dies before the husband um, when the husband dies the male children that she had from him will be entitled to the money that's written into this ksuva over and above their 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 Yerusha, the regular inheritance. That's basically the the ksubas bin indichrin. So this ksubas bin indichrin. Um, so pumbedisas say that uh, that it doesn't work in. Uh, it works like a Yerusha, just like Yerusha cannot have doesn't have any claim on property that what used to be owned by the father and then was sold subsequently. It's only on what's in the uh, you know what's in possession. So you know you. Um, it can't take away from any there's no liens it's very different than a ksuva because a ksuva itself, actual ksuva would be able to take away if the, you know, if the husband you know, this is actually typical the husband before he gets divorced he starts, you know peeling off all of his assets, he has nothing now, and then he gets divorced it's like, okay, listen, you know I, what can I do, I sold everything, I gambled everything away there's no money sorry you don't get any ksuba. It doesn't work that way. Any property that he used to own, that he sold, the ksuba has a lien on. You understand? So she's going to be guaranteed. But this, although this is a condition of the ksuba, it's not tariff mishabadam. And the reason why is because the words used to describe the ksuba's been indifferent is yarsun. Yarsun means yerusha. And just like yerusha, kids won't inherit the father does not own. And there's no such thing, well, he used to own it, you know, like if I would have only held on to that building, you'd be millionaires, okay? But you didn't hold on to the building, and therefore you sold it. I have no pro- no claim on it. It's Yerusha. That's exactly how it works over here. Now, the people of Matsaya, they have a different gear saw in the Ksuba, and by them it says Yasvan. Yasvan means given to. So therefore, it would be able to be Torv Mimishubadim. And the halacha follows the Pompadisa view, which is Lo Torv Mimishubadim. The next halacha, was um, if you have metaltalim and um, it's be'ain. So there's property that's portable property that's, uh, uh, that's, still, in, uh, that's still intact. Um, and, um, and that's what was written into the ksuba. It's like, look, you know, I have all these, um, I don't know, this, this bales of hay that's, that's, that's allocated for the payment of the ksuba. And they're still there by the time uh, the husband dies. So then she can collect um, without uh, having to swear. But if they're not paying, so Pompatisa says, then it's still without, she doesn't need to swear to collect. But the people of Maksai say, well, if the, that stuff isn't there, then we're afraid that maybe she did help herself to something. And therefore, um, therefore, she only can collect if she swears that she didn't dip into the money uh, that's owed to her for the Ksuba. Bottom line is, it's below Shua, like Pompadisa. If he had a piece of land that was allocated to pay the Ksuba, 
and it provides all the meets and bounds, all four sides of uh, where, where you know, delineated exactly which uh, which land it is. So then uh, she'll be able to collect without a shvua. But if it's only one sided, so she's not assured that she's going to be getting anything. So Pumbedisa says still it's without a shvua. And Bnei Masamaksai said at that juncture she might have taken something to make sure that she's going to get the money due to her. And therefore, she would need to swear. And the Allah is, again, like Pompadisi, you don't need to swear. She would not need to swear. Now, next case is, a man tells Adam, I want you to write, I want you to sign it, and give this to whatever it is, the gift to so-and-so. Um, but he, didn't, he made a Kenyan uh, to that effect, meaning they picked up a handkerchief to show that he means what he's talking about. Yeah? Question? What happens is the... You mentioned the case of the husband gambler, no? Uh, yeah, what I just gave what, that as an example of how he went crazy. through all the money. What happens if there is no money to collect? That's what you said. That's why you use the term gambler. Describe an example of a gambler. Why, why there be no money? But what's it's the same posi- thing. It's the same what's thing. her position? So her position, she, her, position well, her position is that she can take from Mishubatam. If he used to have money and he had property and he sold it, and then he lost all of his money, she has a lien on the property that he sold. Ah. Meaning the person who bought the property has to pay her off. Ah, she has a first lien. Exactly, she has exactly, like, exactly, like, uh, like the bank, you know? Yes. <laughs> you know, okay. You, okay, you sold property, you got to pay the All right. Next thing, all right, so in this case, if there was a Kenyan, so then you don't need to verify to make sure that he, uh, that, that he means what he's saying. But if he never did that, so then Pompadisa says, you don't need to ask. You can trust that what he's saying, he means it. But the Bnei Masamaksai says that you do need to check if he never did the act of Kenyan. And Allah is Tzorech Im Again, I give a good example. I think it's a good example of that is when we, when we sell the Chametz through the rabbi, we authorize him to go ahead and write up a star and sign the star and deliver the 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 the, the, the chametz to the to the gentile who's buying it. So we make a kenyan to that effect to show that therefore he doesn't have to verify. It's like, are you sure you want me to sell it? Like, I'm maybe it could be more lenient by chametz, but in general, you do need to verify without a kenyan. Okay. Next, we saw in the Mishnah is Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. So Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah said in the Mishnah that um, it, the only time you the add-ons that you uh, additional monies that you attach to the ksufa over and above the two hundred for a virgin and the one hundred for a widow, so is only if the marriage got consummated. If it never got consummated, then not. That's what he said. So so Machlokas Rav and Rabbi Nason. What's the Psaq Halacha? One of them says that the Psaq Halacha is like Reb ben Azariah. The other one says that Halacha is not like Reb ben Azariah. So we said, you know, it makes more sense that Rabbi Nassan is one that holds like the Halacha is like Reb ben Azariah. Because what's Reb ben Azariah's basic principle? It's something called Umdana, an Umdan Das. We try to evaluate what the person's thinking. And clearly a person, when he wants, when he's giving all those extra funds into the Ksuba, it's because of the act, of, the fact that they're consummated their marriage. If he never got to that stage, he doesn't mean to give all that extra money. That's the, that's the idea. So we're trying to like sort of intuit into the meaning of what the person is probably wanting to do. 
And that's something that Rabbi Nassim holds of. And that's based on the fact that Rabbi Nassim Paskins, like Rabbi Shemeshizuri, Shemeshizuri says that uh, not only in a case when somebody's traveling, um, going, uh, going overseas, going in a dangerous area, and he says, I write a get to my wife, even if he didn't say write it and deliver the get to my wife, it's self-evident that that's what he means to say. He's saying, I want you to deliver the get to my wife so that she shouldn't be bound, and who knows what's going to happen to me. I'm in a dangerous situation. Similarly, Rabbi Shem Shizuri says that it's also applicable to a man who's not going away anywhere, but he's on his deathbed, he's very ill, he's in danger, you know, he's, he's going to, I don't know, they're doing a, a dangerous surgery for, on him. So he's worried about that. So, that's a, uh, so that, that, in that case, um, so he says still, that Allah says that even if he said right, it's as if he said, write it and deliver it. Okay, good enough. So we're following Dom Den Das. Um, happens to be that he also paskins like uh, well, the same Allah with, uh, as Rabbi Shem Shizuri. He holds like Rabbi Shem Shizuri with regards to Shumas Meiser of Tamai, uh, which is not relevant to our discussion, but it's an interesting case nevertheless. Um, what that's talking about is normally when you uh, buy grain from, a, from a, an Am Ha'aretz, so there's a fear that he probably didn't take the tithes as he should have, if you worry about that. Even though most Am Ha'aretz do tithe, but there are no, a number of them who aren't knowledgeable enough to do the proper tithing. So we're afraid they never took off the Trumas Meiser. So you took off the Trumas Meiser as you should, and you set it aside, and then somebody uh, came along and says, oh, what's this flower doing outside the... Outside the container, let me just put it back in, and he dumps it back in. And like, uh-oh, now uh, the, the whole thing's ruined, um, in the sense that all it, all it is good for is a coin. Only a coin can eat this now, because it's truma, truma smicer mixed in with the chulin. So um, what do you do? So he says you can trust, the, in these cases, it's an extenuating circumstance, you can trust the damars will tell you, even though it's not Shabbos, it's weekday, and we normally we're more, we're more strict on the weekday. Nevertheless, um, it's Demai, and they were, and we trust, and we trust them. Anyway, bottom line is that's the other Allah of Rishim Shazuri that uh, that Rabbi Nason Paskins like. So the Gemara says that's not conclusive enough to tell us that Rabbi Nason is the one who holds that. Why? Because uh, Rav also holds a home dinner. <laughs> okay, where do we see that? Case is Matnas uh, Shchimera. Okay, this is a gift of somebody who's on his deathbed. And he wrote, in, he wrote, in addition to saying, you know, and normally if you write the shtar of a, of a ksubas, of, of a, a shtar of a shchimera, it'll, it'll be, there, there's, in the expression of the shtar, it's, you know, uh, it says as he was lying, you know, in, you know, in, you know, on his bed, you know, that he, that he ordered this to be written. And that basically, right, the expression is, kidikatsi virami barse, as he is, Sick and he's uh, you know lying you know bedridden, so that indicates that we are talking about a, a, a star of a shkimira, and the rule is is that uh, is that uh, even things that normally can't be transferred uh, via via a document or would be able to be transferred. You know the different The expression is the words of a shkimira are We immediately uh, establish everything that he's saying. We don't want to. Get him all upset because we're afraid that he'll, that'll that'll they'll put him over the edge to die. Anyway, bottom line is that's the rules for shkimira. But they also did a kinyan. So what Rav says is that we give the person double, uh, like like the advantages of both. 
And Shmuel says, uh, he says, I'm not sure which, what, what we're saying over here. Maybe, um, I don't know how to look at this, basically, is really what Shmuel says. And we explained that what the house of Rav, saying the name of Rav over here, said he has the two advantages. It's the advantage of a gift of a healthy person and the advantages of the gift of the Shkemira. A uh, healthy person gift is that even if he gets better, there's no retraction. It's final no matter what. Whereas the gift of Ishkimira is only if he dies from this illness, then the gift is a gift. If he gets better, then he never meant to give it. Um, and it also has the advantage of Ishkimira, because even if he says, I want to transfer my debt, that's, somebody owes me money, and I want to transfer it to so-and-so, normally you would have to do that with property, and you can't just transfer debt with a document, um, but, uh, but by Shkimira it can be, and I'll have the advantages of that. And Shmuel says that I don't know how to look at it, because maybe he doesn't mean uh, he wants it to give up, be given over with the star, and the star is not going to be effective till after death, and uh, so therefore, it's, it's like, I don't know which way to look at it. Anyway, bottom line is, is that we see Rav and Rabbi Nassim both hold of the concept of Umtana. So then what is the machlokis between Rav and Rabbi Nassim, whether we pass on like Rabbi Lozben Azariah, because Rabbi Lozben Azariah also holds of Umtana. The question is, what is the Umtana of a, of a man when he marries? What is the assumed mindset of a person? So, uh, so one of them hold like Rabbi Lozben Azariah, that his mindset is, is that I mean to give you all those extra stuff over and above the ksuba, only if we consummate, because that's where the main you know, closeness between husband and wife kick in. And the other opinion is that, uh, that no, it, it's, it's because of, uh, of uh, he wants to marry her, that's why. Uh, and, and so even at the stage of betrothal, there's a closeness, clo- not a physical closeness, but in, in mind, the cure of das, and therefore that's when he is, uh, that, and therefore he needs to give it to her right away upon the betrothal, and that's the two sides, and that is where we left off yesterday. We'll take